Hey, this is Nathan. And this is Thomas. And today on Not the Pastor, we are going to talk about reading, how we can read well. That's something we should be doing as ministers, as staff people. So we're going to talk about reading today. We're going to talk about some different levels of reading and and what we get out of those levels. We're going to talk about how to get the most out of our reading, how we can be more active in our reading. And then also we're going to talk about some practical helps and, and ways that we can just improve how we are reading and what we're reading. So this is going to be a great conversation today all about reading. Thomas. So yes, we are. we're going to talk about reading today. Right. This is something that I try to do well. Yeah. And I know yeah. you and I talk about it. We talk about times, the books from time to time and different things oh, about yeah. reading. Yeah. Uh, but, but I, I don't always do well. So sure. there, there, there's definitely room in me to improve. Yes. How, how about you? Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. I, I love to read. Like it was seriously my favorite pastime growing up, but there needs to be a giant asterisk next to that statement. I love yeah. to read. And then like in the footnotes, he really only loves to read fiction and science fiction and right. you know, fantasy. Like he, I, I like Mind to read candy. things that I like to read. Yes, yeah. exactly. I yeah. struggle to read nonfiction. Well, I struggle to, I, I know that it's good for me and I can get, yes. I, there are authors that I really enjoy reading after and really enjoy the work that they put in. And so that have of course been helped by books in the past, but just we're being totally transparent. I, I love to consume the, like the, you said it right. It's, it's mind candy. I love, I love to eat that and enjoy that a lot but struggle on that more practical side of oh, yeah. this is good for me. So sit down and buckle up and let's do it. Yep. Yep. So, well, something yep. I have noticed even, even for as a younger uh, young man through my teenage years, even especially into college, something I kind of started noticing was people around me would maybe read differently. Like, like it, there was almost different approaches oh, yeah. uh, to a book and, and different types of books. Yep. And for me, I, I just pretty much read everything the same. Yeah. I, I wanted to read it from cover to cover, every single word, Yep. Uh, the foreword, the conclusion, I mean, everything, the, oh, yeah. every single word between those two covers, I was reading it and I yep. wasn't, I you know, didn't read very fast whenever right. you read that way. Yeah. And so I, you know, I just wanted to complete it. I wanted to soak in every single detail of that book. Absolutely. And for some books, that's probably good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. For others though. Yeah, well, exactly. Perfect. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed. I wasn't even thinking about the Bible right there, but yes, thank you for yeah, throwing yeah, out sure. the obvious Yeah. there. Yeah. But, but you know, other books, probably not as beneficial yeah. to read it that way, or maybe it's just not the right time to read it that way. Yep. So may, maybe, maybe you can uh, talk about that for a minute. What, what are some different ways or some different levels of reading? Yeah, absolutely. So like the very basic level of reading, right. Where it's called elementary reading and really it's just mm -hmm. like, it's the, you now can read. And so it's like, it's, yeah. it's that, that reading that you have to do, you get that accomplished and, man it's not even like like it, it seriously is like if you can read the website then you're doing you can do that that's yep. the very basic 
you have accomplished the flashcards, the billboards, all of that. All of that is just proof of elementary reading. But we do get to a spot at some point along the way, if we're going to start reading for something that is good for us, something that we want to improve on, man, the truth is, is not everything is worth reading. And so there needs to be sometimes some inspectional reading going on. And, okay. and what's that? And, it just is, it's really a super fast it's skimming or speed reading or just kind of chunking through. Sometimes, sometimes inspectional reading is really just cracking op- open that cover and reading that fly, like that, that front fly, right? Of the, those hardback books and just seeing, is this, is this synapsis even something worth, like, is, is this something that I even need to pick up? Yeah. Okay. It sounds like something, maybe it's what I'm dealing with. Maybe it's what I yep. need. So then I'm going to crack open that index and I'm going to read through those chapter headings. And yep. then I'm going to jump to the back and I'm going to look at the index, right? And I'm going to yep. look and yep. see what is this referencing? Is, are they, is there stuff in here that is going to be helpful for me? Maybe I'm just gotcha. going to jump to the chapters and I'm going to read each, a paragraph or two out of each chapter and just kind of see. That, that shouldn't take a ton of time right. reading that way. Now, yeah. obviously we can, if, if we're just talking about just like, just trying to understand, is this book even worth reading? Yeah. That, that can be helpful because honestly, I'm like you, man, I, I'm a completionist. I yeah. like to finish everything. Yeah. And so it bothers me that I start started a book and didn't finish it. That bothers right. me. And it like, is this like niggle in the back of my mind? Like, Hey, you're not doing a good job. You're not right. Like, yeah. You're failing because you yes. haven't even finished that yet. Yeah. Right? It feels like you're but, cheating, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. But man, that, that inspectional reading gives me a spot to put those books that I thought that I needed. I thought that I wanted, maybe it was a book somebody recommended to me and I yeah. thought it was going to be really good. But now, man, it just isn't what, it's not what I need. Maybe it's not what I need right now. Maybe it doesn't yeah. fit with what I thought it, like the premises, the premise yeah. of the book changed as I, yeah. as I got into there, you know, and it, and it didn't, I didn't really feel like it was accomplishing what I needed. So now I can put this on the shelf and say, Hey, I inspected this book and yeah. it's just not for me right now. And so yeah. like in that mental space, there's now a box or a spot that I can say, uh, I've inspected this. I've done some, I've done some inspectional reading. Right. Now I don't need it anymore. That's not for me right now. And yeah. that's okay. And that, that's, that's sometimes appropriate. And sometimes the best place to put a book is away. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. not every book is for reading. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what it's for, but it, maybe not for you. And so yeah. that next level down though is analytical reading. And that's okay. just, man, getting it through there. And like you said, cover to cover, we're really going to dig in here. You're probably not speed reading at this point. Okay. What might've happened is you might've done some of that inspection reading. You might've skimmed through and decided, man, I really need to take this slower. Sure. I need to come back at it again and really get in there. That might happen. Or it might be that your pastor handed you the book and like, Hey, this is what you're reading this summer. And so you're probably at that point, you're not inspecting it. You're, you're, no. you're analyzing yeah. it. You're going to yeah. get through this and you're going to take care of it. Absolutely. And so analytical reading is that next step. It's a thorough reading. It's trying to understand, and this is important. It's trying to understand yeah. what the author wants right? Yeah. Which is a, probably where we need to spend a lot of time through like our Bible reading, that kind of stuff. Okay. Not that, not skimming through, but we're really trying to understand what is the author trying to get me to understand? Mm. What is it that he wants me to know? What is it that I'm supposed to change about my life because mm. of this? Mm. But there really is one more step deeper than that. And that's, really? uh, yeah, yeah. Syntopical reading is, okay. and it's really, it's the idea of like, okay, so I've read this book and I'm beginning to understand what this author thinks about this issue, but I need to read other authors, especially when we're talking about books that are written by man. 
I need yes. to read other books about the okay. same tof- topic so that I get the whole picture because there are people that okay. disagree with that guy. Okay. And there yeah. are, and very possibly their points are as valid as his okay. or her. Right. I mean, that's just the nature of human. That's just the nature of humans is that I have opinions about how things go. And so I'm going to present them in the best light possible to you. Yeah. Right. But if we're going to really get an idea of the whole understanding of a topic, then we probably need somebody on the other side of that to give to weigh in as well. So could that be then like, per- personally, what I where I'm reading right now, what I'm doing is I had, I just finished a book on and we've referenced it uh, on the spiritual discipline, yeah. the celebration of discipline by Richard yep. Foster. Got done with that, and I honestly, I just wanted some more. Yep. I, I wasn't done yeah. reading about the spiritual disciplines. That's just kind of where God's working in my life right now, yeah, and taking absolutely. some of those to the next level. So yep. I actually asked my pastor, "Hey, what's another good book that you know about the spiritual yep. disciplines?" He he suggested Dallas Willard's book, "The Spirit of the Disciplines." So I picked that up. I'm reading yeah. through that now. And it, it doesn't act necessarily disagree. As a right. matter of fact, both those men quote each other, right. but it is coming at the spiritual disciplines Correct. from a completely new direction. Right. And, and so I'm getting kind of a fuller understanding of what, you know, That's just it. some other areas of, of the spiritual disciplines. It, yeah. Would that be more of that? I, I think so. That you're talking about. Okay. Yep. I think so. I think that's exactly right. It, there, there's just no way for one book to cover everything about a specific topic, especially something like the spiritual disciplines. Right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly right. And in a situation like that, you maybe don't need an opposing viewpoint. Right. I mean, you, you don't need somebody to come at you and give you like an idea like, oh, it, in fact, uh, you might have a hard time finding a book that says like that, yeah. oh, you need more, you, you need less discipline and you yeah, need, right, like, right. You, that's probably not yeah. like that, 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 that premise is just totally false. And right. so what you're going to need then is you, you need somebody to come alongside and support and to yeah. help yeah. understand and maybe, maybe get a fuller picture. Maybe, yeah. maybe your second book is going to dive in somewhere the first one didn't and you're going to then come away with a more a a better fuller understanding of that topic yeah and that's what you want and Mm. and we use the same in a lot of the same ways right we we use commentaries to help us to help with our bible reading right those kind of things right that's in topical reading right obviously we're not we're not looking for something that's coming along and saying oh the bible's false or the bible isn't good enough like that's not what we're saying here at all but the idea that that there are people that wrote about things that I'm struggling to understand. And so I'm going to read after that. And that's going to give me a fuller understanding of even what the Bible's trying to say. And mm-hmm. so in that way, we can syntopically read around the Bible. Right. Gotcha. And so, yeah, I, I think, and honestly, that's helpful for when you are doing things like, man, when you're talking about spiritual disciplines and yeah. it's just that seasonal life where it's time yeah. for that deep dive there. And this is what I feel like God's leading me to and directing me to. So, man, I'm going to spend some time here. And mm-hmm. so you're going to need that. Sometimes once and done is okay. Like yeah. I, I yeah. just have, so I have about five different commentaries. I'm preaching through judges in my Sunday school series right now. And so I have, I say five, I think there's, I have like a number of commentaries that are like whole Bible commentaries that I reference right, all the yeah. time, but I have a single book on the book of judges that I bought from my library that was recommended to me by a couple of different people. And that. Honestly, I don't need 15 of them. I'm going to be here for a couple of weeks in this yep, series. Exactly. And then I'm moving on, right? And so like, yeah. I don't need 
Now, if I'm going to spend five years going through judges, then go. I probably yeah. need more. Right? Yeah, need some so, more, some yep. more content there. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm about to start a new outreach program at our church, I probably need more than one book on that. Yeah. I probably yep. need to read a couple of different ideas. Um, yeah. it, it, man, if I'm taking over pastoring somewhere, I, oh, I, I'm going to I'm going to spend a bunch of time reading books about yes. pastoring, right? Yeah. And and I want to get a fuller understanding of that, and that's yeah. that's good and appropriate. There you go. That, those are kind of the four levels of reading. Obviously, I have stolen those. I'll have uh, links to some blog posts, those kind of things in yeah, the show notes. Good. We're borrowing ideas here from a bunch of different places in order yeah. to come at this well. And so, yeah, I uh, did some some topical reading myself yeah, on, on reading. <laughs> so, <There it> is. <laughs> yep, there it is. Well, the four levels of reading. What well, once we're into a book, then uh, yeah. Thomas, you know, we're, we've we've picked one we've done you know we can read at, yeah. at an elementary level at yeah, least good, good. Back to the book. it's worth reading or maybe it's been assigned to us yep. and we're, we're doing that analytical reading through through a book yep how, how can we make sure that we're getting the most out of that reading yeah. so unless the book's been assigned to you okay that then if that's the case then we're skipping this step you don't have a choice okay but backing yeah. up a step here yeah i think first it's important for us to just take a second and to determine why we're choosing a book. Yeah, right. It's good. Sometimes the reason is it's just good for me to read and I just need this. Yeah. But most of the time, why we want to read a book, why, what is it that we're trying to fix? What problem are we trying to solve is going to help us choose a good book. Mm. And that's going to be important because the truth is, is that we, there are so many books, man, that we can't read them all. Like, even if that was your full-time job and that's all yeah. you did, yeah. you aren't going to be able to get through the volumes that have been written about probably any single subject, but yeah. especially just like, like, it, I mean, if we're like, Hey, I just want spiritual life help books. Okay, great. Okay. Like the, the, the oceans have been drained trying yeah. to like write these books, right? You, we're going to need to narrow it down a little bit. So first of all, we need to decide what we're doing. Why? What, what is yeah. it that, so man, if I, I really need help in this area, I really need to strengthen my walk with God. I need to work on some spiritual disciplines. Well then, okay, perfect. We've na narrowed that down. Not the pastor has already given you a couple of books that you need to go and get. And you've now narrowed it down to the books that Nathan has already mentioned, right? So perfect. There you go. Glad I could help. Exactly right. We are, we're here to help with all of your needs. <laughs> so, <laughs> but if the if the purpose though, if, if what you're really needing is my marriage needs some help, mm. well then don't go pick up a book on outreach. <laughs> my right. goodness, go Obviously. pick up a book on marriage, right? Yeah. Like, and so that's going to help just, just guide and direct us a little bit. And deciding what I need will decide what I read. Yes, that's good. Then, man, I think it just is a matter... I, if we're at that analytical level, it's going to take time that we, so there are some books that are just easy to crunch through, right? And they're yep. just easy that they, the author's very good. Maybe he spent a lot of time at, maybe she just really knows her stuff mm. and you are able to just eat that book quickly. But man, even when you find yourself being able to, to just go through chapter after chapter after chapter, take the time to slow down and to think and reflect, Mm. I, I think that it's so helpful if we're going to get if we're going to get something under this book, then trying to finish it as fast as possible is not the goal. Now, again, there might be situations where you need to hurry yeah. up, right? And you that's just how or something, right? Yeah. It, it, and that might be the case. But typically, man, slow is better. 
And if yeah. you know, like, hey, I have to have this chapter read by Friday, and you're shooting yourself in the foot if you wait till Friday to read that book, yeah. right? So, so get those done early so you have time to to chew on it, and to think yeah. about it, to yeah. to. I mean, we talked. We had a whole podcast on meditation, right? Yeah. To meditate on that, the, on that stuff, that that's going to be so helpful. Yes. Sometimes I get in this mindset of I must finish, I must complete, and so I will put the audio book on. And just so I can get it done, so I can check mm -hmm. it off. Yeah. It's counterproductive. It's yeah. it's not really helping. That might be good for more of an inspectional level yes, reading, but sure. not that analytical. I really right. need to get this in me. That's and, it. And all of it. I need to medit you know, digest all this. We're gonna take time to reflect and ponder. And then we are going to try to engage with our reading. So I'm okay. reading a book. I, I want to understand this book. I might disagree with parts of this book. I, yeah. I need if this book interacts with my life in some way. Yeah. So I'm going to need to interact with it in order yeah. to truly understand or in order to really get a hold of what it's saying. So a mm. couple of ways we do that. We take notes. Okay. So okay. that's not super fun or maybe not the way we like, I don't typically think of writing when I think of reading, but grab a piece of paper grab a pen. Maybe you have a notebook that you just use to jot down thoughts while you, so maybe you're taking two books to, when you grab your book to read, you have your journal and you have your pen, you have your book you're reading. Maybe for some people that's Evernote or OneNote or some kind of online system. Right. And you're, man, this really got me that I'm really thinking about that. And so now I'm going to jot that down in my OneNote or I'm yes. going to take, take a note there. And I really like sticky notes for this. I have a pad of them on my desk. I can okay. jot down what I'm thinking, yeah. I can stick it into the book. It doesn't have to be like in the margin then or anything like that. But yeah, man, I like that. That's helpful for me. And then at the end of the day, I can take that out and I can put it at the front of the book or I can put it on my wall or I can okay. whatever I need to in order to interact with that and think about it some more. Yeah. I also, just as a side note, as we're talking about this kind of stuff, uh, the Bible that I use for preaching. I have 500 okay. Bibles. My wife makes fun of me. Um, but the oh, Bible that oh. I use for preaching is a single column. So the, it has a single column text. And it's a okay. little more than half the page. And then it has a wide margin on the outside. So that okay. I don't have to try to like cram handwriting into like the, yes. the seam side of, of yeah, the Bible, gotcha. right? But it's also perfect for half-size sticky notes. And so uh, it, it, they fit in there perfectly. And so I bought some half-size sticky notes. So a lot of times as I'm reading the Bible, right, as I'm reading there, as I want to put notes in yes. to my preaching Bible, I'll write them on a sticky note first, stick them in there. And then if they stand the test of a couple of days, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Where yeah, yeah. I come back later, I'm like, yeah, you know, no, no, I still think that that's important. I still think that's right. Then it can get transported into that, into that margin. But okay. honestly, there have been lots of times where I've been taking that sticky note and go, nah. I don't know what I was thinking in the moment. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was that was probably really important to me then, but it's not yeah. anymore. And so it didn't yeah. stand the test of a couple of days. So, so man, taking notes is super important. I think it can help us really engage there. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Taking notes is really like, feels formal, right? And maybe yeah. something, sometimes we need to do that at the end of a book, something like that. But we all have probably read a book and thought, man, this is really important. He really said that well. You yeah. don't want to underline that or yep. highlight yeah. it. Right? And so those kind of things are also really important. A little bit less formal maybe, but that that lets you interact in that moment or in that 
time with that book and lets you really process it. It it actually helps you slow down, right? It takes that time to think about it. And so now I'm, I'm highlighting that or I'm writing the brackets or whatever you're going to do. It it not only keeps you like awake mentally, like maybe, maybe physically too sometimes, but keeps you awake and really thinking through and slowing down. But man, since thinking is expressed in words, then it lets you express something back as yes. you write that little four forward note in the yes. margin man this really applies to my conversation with my wife or whatever right i mean just whatever right. that note is you're then taking something from the page from the author and you're applying it then to your life yeah. and that's going to help get more out of reading yeah yeah that's good nathan you you've talked a bunch though about taking some time and jotting then some of those core ideas or thoughts after a chapter and kind yeah. of um, you and I have talked about that. Yeah. How, how does that work? Like, cause that's the same kind of thing, right? We're trying to yeah. engage with the reading. Yeah. And you, yeah. So tell us how you do that. Basically exactly what you said is what I do or, or try to do when, when I'm doing it well, cause you're, you're right. There's been times where you're sitting there reading and you're kind of falling asleep and uh, you know, you're not really uh, engaging like you should. And the book's probably not doing you that much good, Right. <laughs> but something like what you're referring to there that I've tried to do is within the context of like a chapter. So yes. I'm reading through the chapter. I've highlighted a couple of things when I'm done rather than just shutting that book, putting it down and going on to the next thing. What I, what I like to do is then go back and reread those two or three or four, or maybe it's just one thing that stood out to me from that chapter. Absolutely. And then note those things on maybe the first page of that chapter. Yes, sure. Maybe, you know, cause usually there's like some blank oh, yeah. space at the beginning of a chapter, you know, you yep. all the time I read books that the chapter, the first page of the chapter is like half a page, right? Cause it's right. got the big no- chapter yes. number at the top, yeah, all this right. blank yep. space. Yep. And so yeah. there's usually room to maybe jot down like a word or two, like good quote about, you know, stewardship. Yes. And then I'll write the page number on there um, of that yeah. chapter. Cause this is what I found is that I will remember two months from now when I'm preparing a message or I'm talking yeah. to somebody about a, a conversation, trying to disciple someone or, or, or give them right. some counsel about something. I'll remember, okay, I read that book and it said something about that, but I don't remember exactly what it said or where it was. And right. it is so easy to just grab that book yep. and, flip through, you know, the book really fast and see, oh, here, you know, here was the chapter page, you know, 55. Okay, there it is. Oh, within 10 seconds, you've found that quote, you've got the context of the chapter around it to to help you, you know, put that, you know, in its place. And so basically, you're kind of using the book itself as a notebook for later. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's very easy to find those things later on. And also just helps you kind of cement it in the moment you know as as you look back through just take i mean we're talking an extra two minutes at the end of reading a chapter yes to go back note those two or three things at the beginning of the chapter write the page number and then put it the book aside uh, until the next time you pick it up to read that's very helpful now you can go a step further if you want and put all those at the beginning of the book that's you know also helpful Um, it just really kind of depends on how the book is, is formatted, you know, where there's more room. Um, and, but, uh, I, have just found that I, I can remember, okay, I read a good quote about this, or there was a good chapter, um, on this and, and note that at the front of the book. Also another, if I could throw this in there, another reason that I have found that that is good and helpful is 
let's say this has happened a couple of times on this podcast. We're talking about a topic such as, you know, a spiritual discipline. And I know I've got this book that I've read before that had some good stuff and we're talking about the specific discipline. So I'm going to go back and look at all the things on that discipline on that chapter that I, that I highlighted. And instead of having to reread the whole chapter, I just read those two or three things right there. And it, so it actually saves me time in the long run rather than having to reread that whole chapter. I can see, okay, this is what, this was the important stuff here. Read those couple of paragraphs and I'm ready to go, you know, talking about that, or I've got those illustrations ready to go for that sermon. Yeah. So it's good. It's a little, little different context there, but man, so helpful. I've just learned that I, it's, it's good to mark up those chapters. It's it's helpful. So, yeah, honestly, man, I I spent a few hours working over some stuff for this episode and honestly, every single blog post that internet like that talked about reading and how to get more out of reading yeah. those kind of things, yeah. every single one of them said you have only done half the job by buying and starting a book. Like yeah. you've only done half your job. The other half of your job is interacting with that in some yeah. way. And yeah. the best way to interact, if you have a physical book, the best way to interact with that book is to write yeah. in it and to yep. make it yours. Now you, the author has started his, the, his part of the conversation. You yeah. finish it by writing in it. Like those kind of thoughts yeah. are all over. Like, so this isn't just like, Hey, I just really like destroying books. This is really yeah. like, this is a huge part of reading and people who do it well, they, they mark in their books. <laughs> That's just how yeah. it is. So, yeah. So yeah. Thomas, what are, what are some other helps to, you know, some practical helps to, uh, you know, getting the most out of, out of your reading? So I think we've, we've talked about most of this stuff already, right? Yeah. But man, know why you're, read, why you're yeah. reading. Don't, don't just read for the sake of reading. Know yeah. why you're reading. That's going to help you figure out what you want to read. And it's going to help you be able to like dig in deep on those yeah. topics. And so that's going to be helpful. Take those notes. Yeah. It's going to feel uncomfortable. It's going to feel weird because I'm used to like cuddling up in bed and reading. Yeah. Like I'm reading paperback fiction with swords and knights. But t- take your notes. It's gonna, you're going to get more out of it. It's going to feel like you're in a classroom. Sure. You're going to need a table or something like that. Sometimes yeah. that's okay. Take the time to do that well. But then sometimes, man, reread, reread books mm. you've already read. And that mm. can be so helpful because you're at a different spot today than you were when yeah. you read that book. If it was yep. helpful then, now, now, if you've engaged a book well, right, yeah. then you're going to be able to pick that book up and go, this is why I thought this was helpful. This is yeah. why, yeah. but now I'm coming back through and I'm seeing, oh, there, I've learned some stuff and I've grown here. And that yeah. conversation with that author that you've had, that you had a year ago or four yeah. years ago is going to be a little bit different, but but you're going to remember, man, that guy said something that I, I probably need there. That was really helpful. I didn't understand what yeah. he meant when he was talking about, you know, marriage then. Cause I had, had, it was only a year in, but now I'm 15 years in and it's time for me to rethink about that and reread yeah. that you know the difference between those books because there are some books that I will reread. Oh yeah. You know, seven, seven habits of highly effective people. I read that book multiple times. uh, Every time you read it, like you said, you you get more out of it. Yep. Uh, This, this book that I've mentioned now too many times, the celebration of discipline (laughs) by Richard Foster. Um, I think this is the third time I've read it Yeah. and it's still incredibly helpful. Obviously, (laughs) ultimate example is the Bible. We, we never are done reading it. We're always yeah, going to read that to again. Read that. Yeah. 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 Again and again. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then there are some books that I read yep. and, and you, you've read them too. Oh, yeah. You read it and you just, you know, yeah. Yep. I'll never read it again. That was good. Yep. I got something out of that book. Yep. 
I'll, yeah. I could give it away though and, and donate it to Goodwill or whatever. And, but you know, be fine. Okay. Like that's yep. only a, a read one time book. Yeah. And absolutely. you just have to discern and know the difference yeah. between yep. them. Yep. Yeah. But probably the biggest takeaway, the biggest thing that you need to get accomplished here is you need to do something with what you read. Mm, what do you mean I, by that? I mean, if the, the, so, so here, let me, let me give you a quote. Okay. Yep. Reading books is just a form of potential power. Okay. Mm. The real power lies in execution. Okay. okay. So it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how many books that you've read about a subject until you actually do something with it, then okay. it's just knowledge that you have. All right. Mm. So if you're reading a book about soul winning, then you need to do something about that. And maybe it taught you something. Maybe you've learned something here. Maybe, maybe now you have a new approach, then get out there and practice it. Yeah. Maybe this is a book about, uh, maybe you're reading books about boundaries or about needing to be able to say no, or maybe you're trying to organize and schedule, but then take the the principles and do something with them. Yeah. Now, Now, sometimes, sometimes action looks like, like making a goal and making a plan. And I'm going to do this tomorrow instead, because now I understand and now I know better. And so I'm going to change how I act. That's fine. Maybe it's, I need to put this goal into place so I can get better five days from now. And that's okay too. That's fine. But man, sometimes what, what I need to really get a book to sink in is to share it with somebody and to talk about it. And so scheduling that, man, maybe, maybe the best, like maybe a plan of action here is to get it, get into a book club. You say, okay. I don't have a book yeah. club. Find one, start one, yeah. make one. <laughs> get, yeah. yeah, be one. Get, exactly. Right. So get a couple of guys from your church and say, Hey, this book really helped me. And so I, I did that um, not a terribly long time ago with a group of guys in the book Dangerous Calling by, by yeah. Paul David Tripp. And yep. man, it was so helpful for me to it, that book was one of those that I, I've read a couple of times yeah. and I will probably read it a few more as I get going here. But I, I needed that interaction with the book. And my copy is now marked up and and like highlighted and all kinds of stuff, but I needed that interaction with other people about the book too. And so they, they, they're picking up things differently because they were in different parts of ministry or different. So the the pastor that read that book had a little bit different approach or a little bit different thinking than I did as the associate. Yeah. And his, his insight helped me and I learned better and grew some more. And so, man, finding finding people to talk to and to read together can be a yeah. huge help. And so, so that's that's it, man. Find find ways to implement, talk Love about it. what you're reading, yeah. and maybe that's you know a book club, maybe that's a you know an online group, yeah. something like that. That yeah. you're all reading a book together we, and we teach it. Yep, exactly. Somebody. Yep. Yeah. yeah you, the way you're going to get the most out of life, <laughs> the most out of books, yeah. the most out of stuff, is by I now understand this better. So yeah. let me teach you. Yeah, right. man, man, that's that's like a biblical principle that what I yeah, learned I'm supposed to be passing so. on. Yeah, and so there it is. Um, I think Good. the way to get the most out of reading is know why you're reading it, take those notes, pass it on to somebody else. Yeah, right. yeah, we're definitely shortchanging ourselves and those around us if we just read a book, fall asleep, sit it down, go on to the next thing, yep. and never give yeah. it a second thought. Yep, yep. that's yep. it. It's good. 
Well, we sure appreciate that. And maybe you have some good ideas about reading and need and some, some tools that you use in your everyday life. I know as ministry leaders, you probably read. And so how do you get the most out of that? We'd love to hear from you about that on our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash not the pastor. You can also email us. We'd love to hear from you that way as well. Not the pastor podcast at gmail.com. Man, if you'd leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or wherever you're finding this podcast, we'd sure appreciate that as well. And until next week, we are not the pastor. <laughs>